Everybody, Sal Sante here with We The Patriots Podcast. We are living in quite a turbulent time, and I would say quite a transformative one as well. The reason I say that, we have a former president who is now in court. We have our Speaker of the House is out. Matt Gates himself is in his own little world politically. Going into the sports, we got baseball heading right into playoffs, and everybody knows that that is a crapshoot, and first round was that. We'll get into that. We'll get into the little news that came out. I'm not sure if everybody heard about that. We'll break that down. And we have Biden absolutely caving. Apparently, Biden is going to build the wall. We'll talk about it and all the people that apparently are not enjoying their times working in America. I think we have an opportunity to fix this, but we got to do it together. Stay with me. Talk about this thing that's in my brain. It keeps me from wanting to go on, but I want some game. First thing I wanted to get to was Donald Trump. Um, I kind of alluded to it last show. If you got to see it with me and Andrew, go check it out. Uh, I kind of had some questions for Andrew. Andrew's a pretty pro-Trump guy, so it was fun to grill him on some questions. And I just have issues with Trump looking strong. Like when you when you want a candidate, right? When you were voting for Trump in 2016, you know you were voting for something strong, someone that seemed like they believed in what they were saying. Um. I'm sorry, but this new version of Trump, when you're talking about the politics and the, the people that we're voting in, I think we need to make better decisions. Um, not saying that I know who is the best choice, but I would say that when you have somebody who is in court, not saying he did anything, it's going to have to get proven. With all the charges coming against him, his energy is not going to be focused on what needs to be done for America. It's going to be pretty personal at this point. And I understand that, and I don't blame him, but I think we need to look at that as Americans and make a better choice. You leave that and you take that as you will. Um, I think you saw on the debate stage there was a couple of people who played out decently. If you ended up looking at it, go watch it. But to be honest, I think this Trump thing is just... You see is what you get. I don't think it's good to see a former president in court. I don't think it's good to see him on TV like this. Um, either way, I don't care if it's right or right or wrong what he did, if he did it. Not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's a bad look. don't think it's a good look for any president. If it was Biden that said the same thing, I don't think that we should have this this guy. I, don't think, I just don't think that these people deserve the light of day that they're getting. They're getting so propped up. I think we have bigger things to move on to. And one of those big things I think was a huge, huge news piece and it's going to be for quite a while now until they figure some sort of substitution is. They just removed Kevin McCarthy. Now, this was, if you haven't been paying attention to this one, this was started over by Matt Gates, this far right wing of the Republican Party at this point, who is seemingly going after quite little nitpickings in every single deal that gets made in Congress and at this point blowing it up so that to me, it seems like there just is no direction. They don't have any sort of plan, and that is the problem. When you don't have a cohesive plan, you have such a slim majority over in the House, you're asking to basically get steamrolled by the other side. Um, the other side took advantage of him. I believe that, uh, I think you have less than 10 Republicans even supporting his own movement to vacate. So, excuse me, got a text from the fiance, but anyway. Um, when when you're taking a guy out, I think you need to have it, 
a better reason and a better plan because at this point there's basically nobody wants to step up for this there's a few people that are saying they would do it of course you have Jim Jordan and you have Steve Scalise but both of them have health concerns and I think that it's something to be looked at across the board we need to get people that are really in there fighting in the right way and I think that Kevin McCarthy was one of those people to be honest I think um his handling of the first the first showdown kind of with Biden really played out well in his favor when you're talking about the budget debate and he tried to play his hand well with this one kind of got folded by Matt Gates when he had a better bill out in the public and now we're kind of getting hit with it he challenged um he being Kevin McCarthy of course challenged Matt Gates and lost he's now not even going to run again for the speakership so that being what it is Matt Gates is if you don't know Matt Gates, he is Republican from Florida. He he has his own issues, and you can go look into this. And I don't know the the validity, so I'm not going to comment on it. But he allegedly did some sexual misconduct of his own. I'm, I'm not even going to speculate. <clears throat> not pretty things, but Matt Gates is out on his own. You know, he he votes a lot with Marjorie Taylor Greene. I've heard Marjorie Taylor Greene at least make some substance substantive arguments that are a little bit more cohesive at least than him um not to say that she's much better she said that she would only vote in donald trump as speaker which let's just be frank um anybody who thinks that's a valid solution to anything is (sighs) i don't even know i don't even know what to say to those people right um some people just need to let it go i i think that's one thing like um just in the same way, like, I I think that actually, generally speaking, liberals have let Barack Obama go as much of a superstar as he is. Republicans can't seem to let Donald Trump go. And maybe it's because he has the opportunity to win this next presidency. I, I, I couldn't tell you because I'm not a person of the far right. I, I like to believe I'm at least close to the middle. I try to be. Um, I, I definitely lean right on a lot of issues, and I can't side with him on on this, and I, I can't side with him as being propped up as an option for something that he has really no backing for. He is n- the only political experience he has is presidency. He, he really didn't interact with Congress very well. So <laughs> I just think, I think Matt Gates set himself up for failure. I think that Matt Gates is not where the majority of Republicans are at mentally and I think that he's really detrimental to the whole party as a whole to the whole movement and to America at this point I think that we need to find a solution there as well and it might come down to Ron DeSantis having to do something in Florida which he might have to do because it doesn't look like he unfortunately is going to have any shot at this nomination it looks like you know Trump is beating him in most polls by like 30 points, 40 points I, I saw. Like he's up like 55, 60 to 15, 12, 10 in some cases. Just not, it, just not looking that good. So let's get off politics for a second. As much as I love paying attention to politics, I get really tired of this stuff, I'll be honest. Um, when we're talking about some of my favorite things, and I'm sure my viewers know, and some might be tired, so you might tune out for this part. If you want to listen to anything else or anything else, uh, America, 
I would say skip to the end of this segment because although it's baseball, it does have a lot to do with America, I think, especially towards the end. So let's get a little bit into MLB. What happened over this week, of course, was, well, the weekend, World, uh, the whole the season was over. Um, my Yankees got a slap in the face, in my opinion, but of course they retained their winning record. Uh, winning record streak, I should say. And... Just an embarrassment, but we'll get into the playoffs. I thought that I don't really want to talk about. It. You can go look up scores. I don't need to recap any scores for you. But what I really found fascinating was not a single series made it past two games. If you know what I'm talking about, we have a wild card set up now. It used to be an elimination game. Now, anybody who's a baseball fan, anybody who used to play baseball, anybody who's a baseball player knows that. There's a difference between Game 1 in a series and Game 7, right? What I mean by that is, in baseball, you have a series of games, and generally speaking, the series is a range of 3 all the way up to 7. Now, what MLB decided to do was, back in, I want to say, the 90s, I believe with expansion, they added in the wild card, and you can fact check me on that. I could be completely wrong, but they added in the wild card, which was an expansion to make sure that you could be a winning team and have a fantastic record and still make the playoffs if you were one of the two highest seeding teams that did not win your division. And that was awesome because for the longest time, the playoffs only included the two highest division winners. You would go automatically in, you would actually kick out a division winner. And you would automatically go in and face the highest seeding as home field advantage for the pennant, which is the winner of the league. And the winner of the league would go on to face the other winner of the league for the World Series. When they added in the divisional round, you added in a wild card, right? When you add in a wild card, what it was at first was supposed to be a one-game playoff. That is the most insane baseball, in my opinion, that there is. I went to a couple of wild card games in my history. They are automatically wild. It's what they're supposed to be is wild card, right? You barely made it into the postseason. You didn't win the division, but you have a chance. So you get one game. That's what it's supposed to be. And it went nuts. Every time I went there was absolutely wild, but this is before there was a three-game series. Now, MLB decided a couple of years ago, that they would move to a format allowing an additional team to come in. This means that as one of the divisional winners, you have to play in the wildcard series, which kind of bumps you down in rank, which ugh, that kind of sucks, but whatever. Regardless, so with the wildcard, when they instituted this, this was two years ago, out of the eight series that happened since they instituted this rule, only one of them has made it to three games. That means, and for anybody who really needs a little bit more background on this, I highly suggest you go listen to David Sampson. That's with Nothing Personal. He has an awesome podcast. He used to own, be a partial owner, I believe, in the Marlins. Fantastic podcast. It goes really deep in depth in ownership style. It doesn't matter if it's baseball uh baseball football basketball he's got some pretty good insights all the way around and what he was talking about was that the teams with this deal 
all this extra money with all these streaming services that got brought into this, they don't get paid out, this being the teams, they don't get paid out until game three. Or if you're talking about divisional series, until game four, five, six, and seven, if you're talking about the World Series and Championship. What that means is you get no revenue. MLB is losing, and that's just obvious, MLB is losing tons of revenue without any teams advancing to that third game, right? It's such a bad look, and what adding in that third wildcard team, the issue that I actually have with it, you're watering it down, and it was so evident this year unfortunately right so it was really cool because you saw a lot of teams competing right so of course you saw the two really bad ones you had the royals and you had the um forgive me they're not a team anymore the a's tank but other than that pretty much every other team was competing at some point in the season that was fantastic to watch right technically even the royals at the end if we're being honest but that's all well and great when we get to the playoffs and the baseball that's supposed to matter or the baseball that's supposed to be worth money, <clears throat> when we get to that point and we have the Marlins who have a negative run differential as one of the top-tiered teams allegedly going against the Phillies who just just slapped, it literally looked like they just slapped them, played with them. There was no challenge. And I, I think this is the issue that you run up to with this watering down with the MLB and chasing after money and not really paying attention to in reality it's it's not paying attention to the fans and you're not treating the players right by allowing all these people to get into a position to get smacked like that no need for it um so many people were on the verge of collapsing you talk about arias had a broken body trying to fist this one out it just didn't work um continuing in baseball though dropped the news i believe it was on tuesday or wednesday I can't remember correctly, but either Tuesday or Wednesday, the news dropped. Trevor Bauer dropped a video on his YouTube channel, so if you did not go check that out, go take a look or go listen to a transcript because it was pretty wild allegations. And I'll just sum it up for you with this. He had a case come against him. This is one of the major cases used against him with the MLB that just decided to, without any prior ruling by any court they decided to hand down a judgment on him that i believe was over 300 game suspension that got reduced to 194 games with that he still had to <laughs> he basically got blackballed by the mlb as uh, no team would sign him after that after serving that sus suspension at all what happened with him is one of these major cases that went into that making that decision originally by mlb just came out both cases dismissed, and when I say both cases, she sued. He sued him. He wow, it wasn't him. He sued her back. Then she sued him again, basically alleging that all the crap that he did. They both dropped it. Okay, what he came out with was all the discovery that he allegedly started this trial for. You could take his word or not, but when you actually read some of these texts that he's alleging it is a pure smear campaign against this guy if it, if what he's alleging is true and i'm sure he can she can go at him with everything he's saying if it's not true <laughs> this is what you fear and 
This is also, I think, a good point to be made. This is why people should be supportive of a traditional lifestyle, because traditional lifestyle allows you to not have to deal with salacious women like this who are going to come after you, come after your money if you earn all that money as an MLB player, but we're not going to get in that conversation. What I'm going to talk about is the fact that when you have a situation like this that you're not even sure how much is the truth now because this woman was obviously maliciously going after this man and his wealth if the texts are true. And like I said, she can go after him in court if what he's alleging is not true. So I'm sure that this is what came out of Discovery. All right. Now, this, it just frustrates me because in my opinion, MLB has no right to hand down a decision in that case. MLB has no reason to even think that they can control anybody's life like that. And now this person has no ability to get a job. I don't think any team is going to hire him. And in reality, what he's probably going to have to do is sue the MLB because I don't think he has a choice. He just lost a year of his prime. He had to go play in Japan. And to be honest, what it sets up is I don't think just baseball. And this is where we get into the problem is corporations like this start to have the ability to not let you get a job or if you're really good at this one skill and other places would pay you, but we're not going to let you hire. We're going to keep going behind your back and tell them all these dirty things about you that maybe aren't even true just to make sure that you don't get a job. That's That should be illegal, right? And this is what I think as America we should have to come together. And, you know, sometimes you have to back someone who's not a great figure. And it's been just proven time and again that Trevor Bauer's not a great teammate. Allegedly, he maybe isn't the greatest person to be around. But all this stuff does not compare to what they allege him. And if stuff like that comes out, if they use that stuff against you, they being MLB, and MLB is not to have any repercussions for their actions, I think that that's just a mistake on our part as a people as well. I think we have to hold them accountable for that. Now, someone who can't be held accountable for absolutely anything is our current president of the United States. One thing that I honestly found hysterical, and we'll pretty much end on these couple notes that I have on this guy, because I'm I'm just beyond myself with him. He's apparently, he's finally acknowledging in some way that we have an issue on the border. And the way he's acknowledging it is by actually building a border wall. Let's just let that sink in. Joe Biden is the wall builder. Builder Joe. So Builder Joe's going to go build his wall down there because I think he's got too many issues up top, and his issues up top are his second strike within a few weeks. Um, first, you had the auto strike going on. That doesn't actually have an end in sight, um, although they've kind of calmed everything with this little deal they cut. Everyone's still striking, and in the midst of this, you have now a health care strike. And if you haven't seen this, just go, go look into how many strikes have occurred under the watch of Joe Biden, okay? And I, I think a good reason possibly might be that this guy will always cut a deal, right? So 
if you're going to strike, you're going to get money. If they figured that out, which it seems they have, I think the rest of us have figured that out. The more you strike, the more you throw a fit, the more money you're going to make. I think we got to figure out the, the pattern here, guys. Um, he's he's clearly helping all of his all of his buddies out. Nobody's getting in trouble for this, and this is all in an effort and a campaign, I think, to reelect the guy. And let's just be honest: I don't think this is a well functioning human being, especially what we've seen lately. I think we got to take a good hard look at our options here. Um, I'm not saying that what's uh, sitting in the vice presidency is much better in any way. So I'm not saying that option is a good one. What I'm saying is we have an option to vote in a couple, couple months, really. We have an option to vote and I think we should take it seriously. Um, It's really, it's what we can do as Americans. It's what we have the option to do. Um, I'm just, it's clear to me that Things are not going as planned, but we need to recognize that things might not be going to plan because of the people that we're voting in, not because of anything else, right? This doesn't mean presidency, but it does stem down to local levels. It stems down to state levels, right? We need to take a good hard look at everybody we're voting in, all right? Are we voting them in because our friend knows them? We're voting them in because I heard good things. Are we voting them in because this idea sounds wonderful, pie in the sky? Are we voting them in because they actually have a plan to attack what's going on, right? Are we voting them in because they sound like they're going to push this wild agenda that sounds kind of close to a theory that sounds really good in my head? Are they pushing something that's going to get us back on track? Um, I think it's something that... We need to really seriously reconsider who we're putting in charge. And I think this, you know, you always hear this like mass quitting movement that's going on with people, especially our age, um, people that are maybe a little bit older than myself. And that's wonderful. And you can go out and find the best, most uh, advantageous opportunity for you. And that's fantastic. All right, you can continue that trend, but don't fail to point out, you know, especially if you're leaving an environment when you're doing all of this disruptive behavior. If you're leaving an environment that's well put together and you're just doing it based on a monetary gain, right? Look into yourself and I think not necessarily reconsider, but make sure you're making the right decision based solely on that. All right. If you're leaving leaving the place because it's a bad place, I think do your due diligence and try to help get them back on track to being a good place or, you know, I would say try to do your part, right? I, I do notice a big trend of people our age giving up hope early, like, really early you have a chance and I I definitely have been a been somebody to do this myself so I hope to not make myself out to be a hypocrite but it you need to be a part of the solution and not the problem right you're just gonna up and leave every time that something gets tough or something doesn't seem to go your way I think that we have the situation that we have at hand right you can't keep running away from the problems that in a way, I think a lot of us are just creating by not 
taking a stand or not doing the right thing. And I think we need to change that, right? Um, it, it starts every day, of course, with what you're doing in your life, but it, it, I think it comes down a lot to your interactions and the decisions you make, right? A lot of the decisions that we make are going to be made in about a year's time, all right? We're going to be thinking about who to vote into the poll, or who to vote, vote for at the poll, I should say, and put put some time into thinking about what might be the best direction, I think. I'm not saying either way. I'm not trying to put my view on yours, and I hope I'm not trying to make myself out to, to be anything here, but if anything, I hope I just bring question to you. And, and just take a look at all this crap that's been going on in our country and you know I try to put out an episode a week and every week that we do a show I feel like I need to do a whole month's worth of of content just to try to keep up and keep you guys informed to try to be what I want to be for you guys and I just it's getting ridiculous all right all I'm saying is getting ridiculous I think we need to make some better decisions I think we need to think about the home front and I think we need to bring home this idea of America. I think we need to get rid of the idea of individualism. I think we need to get rid of the idea that you can hurdle over these other people, especially within a group setting, taking advantage with mob mentality. It starts. I think it's got to start right here, right? I think we take this advantage. We know that we have two corrupt presidents, basically, the last one and the current one. I think we whitewash it, make it a clean slate. We got to start right here. I think this is it right here. And uh, if you're with me, I guess join the movement. I got nothing else to say for you guys this week. I hope that you have a great week and peace out. I wish I were the fucking state. I want to be something, not nothing. Trapped inside my dream and I'm running Running away from these demons But the feeling's so good I'ma keep dreaming